Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Worship at Hillhead, um, and a special welcome if you're visiting with us this morning. Our worship is led by our minister, Katrina, and will include a church meeting during the service. There's no Sunday school this morning, um, but there are some activities available at the back, and, and Bethany's going to help out with that. As well as Katrina leading our worship, we will hear the voices of Nasi reading scripture, Elizabeth and Ian leading the Lord's Prayer, and in a moment, Bethany will light our candle. Our musicians are Paul and Yang Yang. In family news, um, I hope you'll have all had a chance to read Alan's update in the key. Um, he's still waiting to hear um, if and when he'll be transferred to Gartnaval for rehab. Our worship next week will be led by Katrina and this service will include communion. There are no evening reflections at present. Um, these are currently being reviewed and we'll update you as soon as we know what's happening. Now it's time for Bethany to light our candle. As we gather for worship, let us join together to become the body of Christ. Christ is the light that lights our way. May we glimpse Christ's light this day. And as we gather, let us pray together. Wise and loving God, as we gather this morning, we open our hearts and our minds to you, asking that you breathe into us the life-giving and life-affirming breath of your spirit. We pray that you would enable us to listen attentively to each other, and for you. 
we pray that you would empower us to be appropriately vulnerable and intentionally gentle. We pray that you would encourage us to be adventurous and supportive, walking together from the old to the new. Wise and loving God, we offer you our thoughts and feelings, our dreams and our nightmares, asking that in this time of worship, reflection and discernment, we may be held safe by you. Amen. Eintad a hunan an evoith, sanctadia de enu, delida deirnas, gunela de awachis, megis an an ev, vethi aradea hevid. Duruini heviu, imbarabanadiol, a mother ini ein deledion, vela mother yun undeledwir, aknak arwenia brovedigais, aether guarad ni ragdrug. Canaseithot tiwr deinas, yn eirth ag ogoniant, yn oes oes oes. Amen. about the cross seems to seems foolish to those who are lost but to us who are being saved it it is the power of god as the scriptures say i will destroy the wisdom of wise i will confuse the understanding of the intelligence intelligent 
So what does this say about the philosopher, the law expert, or anyone in this world who is skilled in making clever argument? God has made the wisdom of the world look foolish. This is what God in his wisdom decided. Since the world did not find him through its own wisdom, he used the message that sounds foolish to save those who believe it. The Jews ask for miraculous signs and the Greeks want wisdom. But this is this is the message we tell everyone. Christ was killed on a cross. This message is a problem for Jews. And to, the, to other people, it is nonsense. But Christ is God's power and wisdom to the people God has chosen, both Jews and Greeks. Even the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom. Even the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, God chose you to be his. Think about that. Not many of you were wise in the way of the world judges wisdom. Not many of you had great influence and not many of you came from important families. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. He chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. And God chose what the world thinks is not important. What the world hates and thinks is nothing. He chose these to, to destroy what the world thinks is important. God, di God did this so that no one can, can stand before him and boast about, about anything. It is God who has made you part of Christ Jesus, and Christ has become uh, for us wisdom to God. He is the reason we are right with God and pure enough to be in his presence. Christ is the one who set us free from sin. So, as the scriptures say, whoever boasts should boast only about the Lord.
Just before I begin my short reflection, if anybody, particularly who is younger in years, wants to move over and do any of the activities, do feel free to do so. And at any point uh, during the rest of our time together, if anybody has a burning uh, desire to go and do some colouring or decorate a cup or make a jigsaw, that's fine. Our short series, Thinking About Our Church, has been accompanied by the lectionary readings from the beginning of the letter to the Corinthian church. We have reflected together, necessarily very briefly, on what is special about Hillhead Baptist Church and begin to think last week about how our story and our values are interwoven. This week, we are about a little bit of discernment together about what is God saying to us at this time. And as I read this week's reading, it really seemed to remind me about the difference between decision-making and discerning. Although the letter to the Corinthian church is talking explicitly about the doctrine of the cross and how that defies human explanation, I do think there is a principle we can draw from it when it comes to communal discernment. Quoting the book of Isaiah, the writer says that God had said, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and I will confuse the understanding of the intelligent. Now, God has given every single one of us our own unique talents, gifts and skills, which may include the ability to understand really complicated ideas and express those clearly and persuasively. But an important truth is that God doesn't actually give two figs about where we come from, how many qualifications we have, or how senior a role we hold in everyday life. Always kind of useful for people like me who have to go onto a second line when asked to include all the letters that go after your name to remind that actually God's really not very interested in that. Yes, God has given me gifts and skills, but God is not going to be more impressed with me because I've got more letters. God, we are told, chooses the foolish to shame the wise and the weak to shame the strong. In God's upside-down worldview, it is often the little people that should be given a platform and the quiet voices that need to be listened to. Decision-making does have its place, and quite rightly, that includes fully employing our knowledge, our skills, our reason, our gifts and our experience. But discernment is different. It intentionally opens itself to the godly folly that the voice we need to hear might actually be that of a child, might be of the newest member, might even be a visitor or an outsider. It also recognises that God might surprise us with something totally unexpected, totally left field. Today, setting our church meeting right in the middle of our service is a deliberate expression of the theological and spiritual nature of what we're about. Seen from outside, that might seem a totally crazy idea. The wisdom of the world, of business, industry and the academy, says that important matters should be entrusted to those whose formal qualifications, skills, experience and to be blunt, job title and pay grade, fit them for that purpose. 
But communal discernment is intentionally spiritual, deliberately messy. It's risky and it can seem frustratingly slow. But for more than 400 years globally and 140 years locally, that has been the Baptist way of doing and being church. So as we move into the part of our worship that is our meeting, we do bring ourselves as we are. We do bring our talents and our skills. We also bring our hopes and our fears, our energy and our tiredness, our faith and our doubt, and whether we feel like we're at the centre or whether we feel like we're at the edge, we're all welcome and we offer all of that to God. And so we're going to sing a chant that comes from the Iona community, take, oh take me as I am. <laughs> So let us pray together. Foolishly wise God, strong yet choosing vulnerability and weakness, we who have worshipped and wondered, reflected and listened for your voice, come to you in our unchosen vulnerability, with our thoughts, our feelings and our prayers. As Baptist Christians who rejoice in the freedom of local autonomy, we also recognise our connectedness with others who share our wider story. And so we pray for our siblings in BMS World Mission and the Baptist Union of Scotland, each seeking to serve Jesus in their own context. We pray for the congregations of Bears Den and Bears Bells Hill Baptist Churches. For Reverend Graham Bell, who is chaplain at HMP Glenoakill, and Reverend Nick Blair, 
chaplain at Merkiston Castle School. We pray too for the work of BMS, whose focus this week is the global impact of rising inflation and consequent cost of living crises in some of the places with greatest poverty, political instability and corruption. So we pray with gratitude for their work in Mozambique, Uganda, Guinea, Chad, Sri Lanka and Lebanon. They also ask us to pray for both Ukraine and Russia, where ordinary people suffer the most and where Baptist Christians struggle to learn to agree or disagree well. With them, we pray for the World Economic Forum, that wise and compassionate decisions will be made, recognising their responsibility to those who are most powerless and most vulnerable. Globally, there is so much suffering and injustice that it is impossible to pray adequately for any situation. And we risk producing a shopping list for you, loving God, for you to magically resolve. So we pray for the nations in which we are located and for those from which we have come or with which we retain strong relationships and links, including Iran, Nigeria, Lithuania, Hungary, Bahamas, USA, Canada, Germany, Finland, Kenya, Japan, Northern Ireland and the island of Ireland, Wales, England and Scotland. Grant wisdom and compassion to those who lead and direct these nations, that justice, peace and flourishing may be the experience of all people. And show us how we may work for these values in our own local communities. We pray for ourselves as a church. We thank you for every person who chooses to connect with Hillhead Baptist Church, and especially for those who are part of our regular community. This week, we pray especially for our children and young people, for Jean and Walter, Paul, Rico and Ailey, Katrina and Ben, Diane and Nigel, Rachel and Larissa, Neil and Faye, and Leo. In age or youth, flourishing or frailty, in change and instability, we pray that you will strengthen them and keep them. Lastly, in this season of challenge and change for us as a church, we pray that we'd stay alert to notice the hints and glimpses of your action in us and among us. We pray for those considering taking on roles and responsibilities to enable us to continue to serve you and especially for our current trustees, Addie, Katrina H, Emma, Holly and Lena, as they give of their time, energy and love on our behalf. Bless them with confidence and courage, with places to offload and people with whom to have fun and friendship. Take us as we are, summon out what we shall be, Set your seal upon our hearts and live in us. Amen. 
die have prayed the blessing, I will open breakout rooms for anyone online who wants to just stick around for a few minutes to chat. And obviously those on site are welcome to do so as well. May the God of peace go with us as we travel from this place into the mystery that is the week ahead. May the spirit of truth go with us, strengthening us for the journey and surprising us with joy. And may Christ go with us, before us to lead, behind us to protect, and beside us to accompany, now and always. Amen.